0: Um kind of So I am very, very grateful to nice children. Roti is very, very interesting person for me. So we, we have been very much interested with the children these days. Anyway, the ticket is booked on Tuesday. Otherwise, I will continue for a few days. Any you come the i to come Baler, baler berjaya itu. Yang baler yang itu umur dosisnya, seramai semu semu pati yang katamna, yang leh baler yang itu buat sih macam some of my quality, even in a very cheap old child. When I But sisters Mr. Greetings to all. There is breaking news. Jesus has risen from the dead. We hear all sorts of news every day, but there is one news item more important than all of this, Jesus' resurrection. And yet, we do not hear much about Jesus Resurrection in the news bulletins. We have studied history and there are various different interpretations of history, but like news bulletins, most of them miss the most important event of history Jesus' resurrection. But Jesus' resurrection is the breaking news. Throughout history, Some words have inspired hope, comforted the grieving and motivated others to reach new heights. Still we remember Lincoln's Gettysburg Address or the Preamble for the Declaration of Independence. The words of Martin Luther still resonate in our ears and inspire us each moment his famous declaration, here I stand, heard ignited the protestant reformation, but whether he had spoken till now have never echoed through the ages and changed the course of history as the words spoken by an angel at an empty grave, he is not here, he is risen. Easter is a joyful occasion when we turn our attention to the resurrection of our Christ Jesus, defeating death to his goal. Easter provides every believer a wonderful opportunity to consider the significance of the resurrection to our faith. One of the interesting aspects of the Christian faith is the cross to which resurrection adds vitality. Many of the preachers do their teachings in such a way that cross has always been the focal point of Christian faith. They view the cross as the touchdown and resurrection as the Isra point. Certainly, the cross is vital to our faith, for it was the means through which Jesus atoned for our sins. Apostle Paul rightly mentions, if Christ has not been raised, our preaching is useless, and so is your faith. If Christ has not been raised, then you are still in your sins. First Corinthians chapter 15, verse 14 and 17. The early believers saw themselves as witnesses to the resurrection. Peter and John were able to create an uproar among the people because they were preaching about Jesus and the resurrection. The Bible testifies with great power the resurrection of Jesus from the dead. Even after several years after the crucifixion of Jesus, Paul in his oration at the evidence made wonderful remarks about Jesus and his victory over the death. As we firmly believe Jesus rose from the dead and is still able to keep the promises which he had made during his ministry among the public. Here I want to share a few thoughts about resurrection. First of all, I would say the resurrection event proclaims who Christ is. The resurrection event proclaims who Christ is. The resurrection undoubtedly proclaims the deity of Christ. He slept on the cross, may have accomplished our redemption as he paid for the sins of the world. But in the third proof, the world that Christ was God in flesh. Some view crucifixion as an honorable sacrifice. Made by a gifted teacher for the sake of his disciples. Like the thief who mocked Jesus, saying, If you are the Messiah, then get us down from here. Critics view the death of Christ on the cross as an insignificant one. They see Jesus as one of the many who had rebelled against the Roman Empire and had face the consequences. But the Bible shows us a different picture. The crucifixion was not a tragedy, but it was a triumph as illustrated and declared by the resurrection. Apostle Paul firmly declares that the resurrection proves Jesus as the son of God. In his letter to the 1st Corinthians, We read that Christ conquers all enemies and destroys all dominion and hands the kingdom over to God the Father. Everything is under the authority of Christ because of the resurrection. Still the tongue of Jesus is empty and it does mean that Jesus is still alive. If Jesus would have died and remained dead, he would be like the millions who went before him and the millions who came after him. But that is not what happened. Christ's resurrection proves that he is someone of a unique status, the Son of God. The resurrection proved that Christ was divine. The fact that Jesus Christ died on the cross does not prove in itself he is God. Jesus proved his deity by fulfilling the prophecies of his death and by his return from the grave. The resurrection also proved Christ's power to forgive sin. Paul in First Corinthians 15:17 17 proclaims that asserts, if Christ is not being raised, your faith is worthless. You are still in your sins. By rising from the dead, Jesus proved his authority and power to break the bonds of sin, and assure forgiveness and eternal life to all who accept his gift of salvation. Moreover, the resurrection revealed Christ's power over death. Romans chapter 6, verse 9 says, We know that Christ, being raised from the dead, will never die again. that no longer has dominion over him. Dear friends, we are given another opportunity in this Easter Sunday to refresh and review our thoughts, to experience and see the real picture of Jesus. He is not simply a miracle worker or a healer. His identity is beyond our thoughts and measures. The Son of Christ is King of kings and Lord of lords. Let us zoom towards the empty tomb to see who Jesus is and have a clear picture of him. Secondly, I would say the resurrection even promotes the dignity of humankind. The resurrection even promotes the dignity of humankind. In First Corinthians chapter 15 verses 22 and 23 we read, Those who have fallen asleep and those who belong to him. If we think about whom does the apostle speak, we may not find a concrete answer. But we still understand that Paul refers to the ordinary people who were around him during that time. Eternal life is not just for the luminaries of the faith like the apostles. All who call upon the name of the Lord can be saved. Men, women, young, old, rich, poor, educated and uneducated are all welcome into the family of God. Jesus had died for our sins and rose again to prove his sacrifice was not in vain. Jesus is still alive to proclaim the world that he is unique. resurrection of Jesus opened a new chapter in the history of humans. The bottom line of Jesus' teaching is God's love. For the world, for humans, for each and every human. This is perhaps the ultimate foundation of Christian belief in the divinity of human life. The New Testament teaches that Jesus died for the world. That is, everyone, people in all states, conditions, nations, and orientations toward God and neighbor. Paul reminds us that Christ laid down his life not just for his friends but for his enemies. The universality of life's dignity is affirmed. Paul's formulation becomes highly influential here. Who who am I to harm one for whom Christ died? 1 Corinthians chapter 8, verse 1 to 13. If the population of those for whom Christ died includes every human being in the entire world, the moral implications are clear. Everyone must matter to us, because everyone matters to God who sent Christ, who died for all. This is Bonhoeffer, the great German theologian martyr, who knew a few things about the Violation of Human Dignity wrote these words in 1940. Only because God became human is it possible to know and understand real human beings. This is not because of the real human beings' inherent value, but because God has loved and taken on the real human being. The reason for God's love for human beings does not reside in them but only in God. I want to suggest some implications of this mission. In personal life our calling is to honor the sacredness of everyone we encounter. This includes family members and friends but also strangers and enemies. It demands that a certain dignity must be accorded all people that we encounter in all situations ranging from a spouse who is currently frustrating us, or yet another homeless person asking for a change to that terribly difficult co worker. Dear brothers and sisters, reason Christ dignified our lives. He has given us Identity as sons and daughters of God. Let us firmly believe that we are unworthy. We have life because of His life. His birth gave us redemption from the death and His death offers us new birth. His grace is sufficient for us. Thirdly, the resurrection even prepares ourselves to face Our future with hope. The resurrection event prepares ourselves to face our future with hope. First Corinthians chapter 15, verse 9 says that without the resurrection we should be pitied more than all men. In verse 32, we read that without the resurrection, we should just eat, drink and die, but Jesus is still alive and protects the humankind from a life of despair and of self-indulgence. The resurrection communicates a higher purpose. We must understand that we are loved by our Creator who has gone to great lengths to communicate His love. The resurrection remains that trials are temporary we may have to carry a cross for a short time but there is a resurrection into eternal glory despair is like a locked door keeping on trapped in a room of pain hope remains at an unreachable distance behind the locked door but the resurrection keeps open the door to freedom peace and hope for a better future. Forgiven of our sins and justified before God gives Christians tremendous hope. Christians are changed from being an enemy of God bound for hell to becoming a forgiven son of God with an eternal inheritance in heaven that can never be taken away. What can be better news Then that, Peter says, this is in his letter, Blessed be the God and the Father of the Lord Jesus Christ. By his greatness, he has given us a new birth into a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead and into an inheritance that is imperishable, undefiled and unfading kept in heaven for you. 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 3 and 4 The resurrection of Christ is an invitation to receive what Christ has prepared for us. Throughout the centuries, Christians have used symbols to try and describe Jesus' Easter victory. One of them is the phoenix. The phoenix is a mythological bird. Something like an eagle that became a symbol in the ancient church of the resurrection. The phoenix symbolized hope and a community of life after death. When talking about the resurrection and new life, we are accustomed to referring to eggs, butterflies, and lilies. Even peacocks as symbols of the resurrection, but we really talk about the phoenix. According to the legend, this bird lived for 500 years and built a nest of kings and spices. At the end of the 500 years, the sun's hot rays would set the nest alight. But instead of trying to smother the flames, the bird would fan the flames with its wings, burning itself up in the fire. Then With a renewed and refreshed body, it would rise from the ashes. In Christian art, the resurrected phoenix became a popular symbol of Christ's bodily resurrection from the grave and also for the resurrection of believers. The phoenix sums up the Easter message perfectly. Jesus gave his life and from the grave he was raised to life in the third day. New life rises from the ashes of death. Today we are celebrating Christ's victory over the grave. The gift of eternal life for all who believe in Jesus. Today we are reminded that Jesus has defeated the last and the greatest enemy of all, death. He has made it possible for us to pass from this life to the joy and bliss of eternal life with Him in heaven. In the place of that, there is a new life, life. a life within a new, glorious, refreshed body, just like the phoenix, as it rose from the ashes. But Easter is not just about the day we take our last breath, the day our bodies die, and be in the eternal life. It is about a daily rising to the new life every day. Like the phoenix, we rise from the ashes of sin and guilt and are refreshed and renewed by our living Lord and Savior with his forgiveness and assured, reassured that He still loves us and will continue to give us the strength Amen. May God bless us all. Amen. Once again, I would like to say a word of thanks to our Victor, his family, and all the members who also are present here. I express my sincere thanks, and I request all of you to remember me and my family friends. Thank you. Once again, it's a big thank you to Asperton chance. <laughs>